0: Hey, I'm Nick, and I'm Ricky, and welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. All right, another show, please remember to like and subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a question, we will answer them today. We are covering budgeting, long-term versus short-term focus as we're getting closer here to the new year, 2023. In case you're listening to this later, it's about the middle of December here on 2022. And we really wanted to focus a bit on what should we be doing with our budgeting overall. And this isn't an episode about what to do about your next year's budget. This is more about what are the considerations of short, medium, and long-term investment in your marketing and your demand generation mm-hmm. in general. So I wanted to start off by saying at a high level, when you are budgeting... For the long term, the cost per result will always be generally lower on a per unit basis. However, when you do investment in the short term tactics, what that comes out as is higher cost on a per unit basis. So let's maybe put this into practice with an example, right? So... You have, for example, a longer-term initiative, branding, a podcast such as this versus ads. So ads where you're not trying to push brand, you are pushing a direct call to action to generate a sale. What is the lifetime of those activities? So if you look at the short-term ad buying today item, if you turn that off tomorrow, there's no more value in it sure you might have some leads in your pipeline maybe you have some people that are now being captured by your remarketing or what have you but the value is fleeting it goes away very quickly also the cost of generating acquisition is generally a little bit higher whereas if you are doing brand initiatives whether it be content or a podcast or any other number of things seo can fall into that because it combines with content Yes, you're going to spend more money to get it off the ground, but once it starts generating results, the cost per result is much, much lower because imagine if you achieve number one ranking in something that generates results on SEO, the maintenance cost to maintain your spot, depending on the level of competition of your industry might not be that high. So you're, if you stop SEO optimization for a couple months, maybe you Retain number one, maybe you drop down to number two, you're generating sales day after day, month after month. And your incremental cost for those is only what you've paid in the past. So Mm -hmm. every lead, every result is dividing the total amount that you spent on that initiative more and more rendering the cost cheaper and cheaper. In addition, once you get to that, say like number one spot in an SEO, maintaining that spot again, depending on your industry. Takes less effort than getting there in the first place. Right. And because it's like a winner-take-all game, once you're in that number one spot, the amount of results that you're getting for it really start paying off very quickly. So this you can have long-term initiatives that cheaper are cheaper per unit. Lower cost, lower cost on a per unit is generally that longer and then the more short term the initiative is the higher the cost on a per unit basis so for example email marketing kind of falls in between because your email list is fantastic and imagine you have a thousand people on that email list yeah over time those emails go bad there's some spoilage you could call it of those email addresses so maybe 20 percent, maybe 30 percent on a year of those emails are no longer valid So your list keeps shrinking more and more. And ultimately, at some point, you need to refill it. It's not quite as good as, as, for example, the SEO in terms of maintenance costs to keep it up. But it's been that middle range. And then obviously, ads Mm -hmm. are that more short-term focus that costs more for you. So when it comes down to money, where would you recommend people be looking at the split? Like how much should they be putting into long-term versus short-term? And how do they make that decision? Yeah. So this is the hard part, right? So it actually really does depend on what your future outlook is for your business. So for example, if you think that the next quarter sales are very strong or even the next half of a year is very strong, you need to start tilting towards those medium and long-term initiatives more so than the short-term ones, because unless you can really service those customers really well, In the short term, you know that you need the sales later, number one, and getting a cheaper cost per acquisition later is better than getting a higher cost per acquisition today if you don't really need the money today. But like everything in marketing, it's not all your eggs in one basket. So what we do with our clients generally is look at their overall targets and say, okay, the more we can tilt this to medium and long-term initiatives, the better it's going to be for the business overall for its ROI. So how much can we afford to push into the future? Now you might be in a position where, you know, in in the short term, it's not good. Hey, we need to bring up our sales for the next three months right now. I would never recommend putting more than 80% into the short term tactics because yes, you know, you need them because you need that revenue in the next three months. So you have to do it. However, without some investment into the medium and long term, what ends up happening is that you get into this vicious cycle of, I need more sales because I don't have enough. I'm going to spend more than I should to acquire the sales that fill me up to the minimum level that I need it. But in doing so you're raising your break even in the short term, even more. So then the next month it, you have the exact same problem and the month after that, and the month after that. So you can get stuck in this cycle where if you work on that medium and long term, And the more emphasis you put in it, just to give you guys an example, depending on industry and depending on company makeup, like you could be looking at cost of customer, like customer acquisition costs that are one eighth or one tenth as much as running ads, right? Overall. And so what that means is that the break even of your campaigns drops like a rock over time. But most people don't have the sales in the pipeline to be able to invest everything into the middle and long-term if people were in that position and some people are after years of battling this cycle, once you get there, your profitability goes up because now you're spending way less on ads. And you've probably heard of the marketing people talk about eventually we want to get to all long-term initiatives. That is the goal, but getting there, and having the cash to burn to do it is not something that you can just say, let's put all of our eggs into a long-term basket. Because then if your sales drop on the next six months, it's like, how are you supposed to get to 12 months out when all of these mm-hmm. things start kicking in, right? So to, so one way or another, I would never put more than 80% long-term. And if you are doing that, means that your sales pipeline is full. And, and or you have a mechanism to generate sales that you're not tampering with in the short and medium term, 80% long-term is max, 80% short-term is max. But really what you wanna do is have a more even split of short, medium, and long as much as possible. And then if you start, for example, at 80 short, 10 medium, 10 long, then maybe take 10% of time. So go down to 70, 15, 15, right? 16. Mm-hmm. 2020, and then slowly start massaging it so that it's even over time. And then you slowly repeat the cycle over and over again until eventually you could maybe hit that 10% short, 10% medium, 80% long and get to that end state. But that can take months, if not years. So that's all we got for today's episode. Check us on the next one. Please remember to leave a review, like, subscribe till next time.